and welcome everybody to episode 73 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known as the True Mr. Six Online, and with me today I have Andy, aka Put the Bunny Back in the Box. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that Did one. you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. Should we have a whole discussion about his sideburns, Nicholas Cage's sideburns? <laughs> we could do, yeah. He had long hair hey, in that fa- one, though. Little known fact for the listeners. Oh, here we go. So Nicolas Cage has got one of the biggest and most obscure comic book collections in the world, and I believe he's one of the very few owners of an Action Comics issue one. Wow. Yeah. That is a real little known fact. Re- yeah, well, all, all my little known facts are real. However, that's, yeah, an actual little known fact. I thought you were going to be like, Andy used to be his fluffer or something. Well, I nearly took it in that direction, for sure. <laughs> but Amazing. that would have been a lie, because obviously you were his hairstylist. <laughs> I was, in Con Air especially. In Con Air, that's right. Mirrored you my own that. hairstyle at the time. Absolutely, all, all that specialist 80s fashion knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the master of the wet perm. <laughs> <laughs> the wet, wet perm to the stars. <laughs> I believe also you were, weren't you the hairstylist, the wet permist for coming to America with Eddie Murphy? I was. <laughs> Soul Glow. That was the hair stuff, wasn't yeah, it? That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Hashtag love anyway, weed. Anyway, Dice <laughs> Masters, isn't anyway, it? Anyway, Dice Masters, yeah. How are you doing today, Mum? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. A bit sleepy, but very you know, much. All right, you. Always, you're always a bit sleepy. You work too hard. <laughs> Tell my boss that. <laughs> I will do. Text his number. I'll have a word. I will. I'll put him right. And how are you? Yes, I'm not too bad. Thank you, my man. Not too bad. Kids are off school. He says in you know speech marks because they're not really in school at the minute. But there's no there's no homeschooling going on at the minute. So we've been having lovely fun days. We watched Toy Story Four today. Oh, that's a good film. Yeah, it is. I enjoyed it actually. Very funny. <laughs> Gave me lols. <laughs> lols. Them puppet things are scary, aren't they? Yeah, they are creepy. I kind of like the sort of godfathery gangster feel to the doll and her puppets. <laughs> yeah. It gave me a tr- the Kids didn't get the joke, but it gave so, me a laugh. Yeah. Slappy from Goosebumps. Yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a almost modern <laughs> reference there. Thank you very much. Mm, indeed. And we've we've washed the cars and uh, went for a long walk the other day, so all good. Nice. But as, as always, let's let's keep it gaming, my man. What have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? Oh, well, I've been playing some other games, which is quite exciting. The uh, what? The the daughter spied King of Tokyo on the shelf, and we haven't played it for ages. And she's like, "Let's give that a go." We haven't played it for ages, but we picked the rules up pretty quick, and she's loving that. We've played quite a few games of that over the last uh, couple of weeks. She likes Good. to collect the little. You get little, um, like uh, what they call little tokens that you can use to buy cards, yes. and she just likes collecting them. So she, she'll roll for the for the tokens and just start stockpiling them and not buy anything. But um, <laughs> anyway, easy win for me, so I'm happy with that. Also played some. Hey, that's my fish. I know that's a favourite in your house. It is, although we've not had it out for a while. Actually, I might suggest it tomorrow, even. Played a few games of that, collected all the fishies. Again, that's something that's, you know, we haven't played it for ages, but it's really easy to, to pick back up and start playing again. So that's cool. Uh, and just invested in Exploding Kittens, which I know is, isn't is very new, but I've never played it before. So uh, we'll get that out over the next couple of weeks, I'm sure, and have some games of that. Very good. Have you got the, the child-friendly version? 
I didn't realise there wasn't a child-friendly version. Yeah, there's two versions. Oh, okay. Just double-check that. And the the, uh, NSFW version is definitely quite NSFW. Oh, this one says ages seven and up. Oh, you'll be, yeah, okay, cool. Got to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you should be all right. (laughs) But uh, worth checking. Thank you for that. Um, No problem. (laughs) Dice Masters-wise, what did we do? We played some games, didn't we? We did, yeah. I can't remember what we did. Be on the YouTube. Uh, We did the draft thing, didn't we? Yeah, so the D&D, we did the Troubling Water Deep set. Yeah, so if you're interested, we did our own little mini campaign box draft and played a game of that. That didn't go too well for me, if I remember correctly. No, I kind of enjoyed it, though. So what we did is we we took one of each card out of the campaign box, so we both had a set each, shuffled them, and did we just draw, what was it, 12 off the top? Yeah, 12 off the top. And then made our best eight-card team out of those 12, and then just played them against each other, which was good fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's 12 off the top, eight cards that we picked, whatever basic action a cut would fit, but only from the Waterdeep box set. And then we limited yes. it to the amount of cards, uh, the amount of dice you would get in the box or associated team pack. Yeah, it's fun. If, if you fancy it, then then give it a go. It was good. The only thing is that now, we probably, well, you're probably the same. I've got a shuffled block of cards in my Waterdeep box that I cannot find <laughs> what I actually want when looking for it. But minor problems. Uh, and then the other- I, I refiled all mine the day after. Did ya? That must have taken yeah, forever. Yeah. It did take forever, but I, I just it would it would have bothered me otherwise. And then what else did we do? We had a game or something. Just a bit of modern casual. It was you were you were playing around with Silgar and Xanathar. Oh yeah, I remember now. And I had a little go with. Oh, what was I trying out? I can't remember what my win condition was. Well, I'd, I'd was, go, go check it out yeah. on the YouTube's, folks. It, it was obviously a barnstormer. <laughs> yeah, I had all the fish, all the fish. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Aquaman. Not not the one that gives a discount, but the one that gives the health bonus. Now that is a good card. He was your MVP for sure. Absolutely. One one cost Silgars spinning around. Don't bother fielding it. Put it into use. I gained two life. Yeah, that's right. Well, you were struggling to get to your Xanathar, weren't you? So it just it repurposed those Silgars for you in a in a lovely way. Oh, I added a tune team. You did. That's what it was. The Mystics. Mystics, Mystics tune. tune. Uh, uh, they, that Aquaman became very annoying. But in any case, folks, go check it. We put a couple of them up on the YouTube channel, so go check those out if you want to see how they went. Yeah, and uh, also played some single affiliation games, which we was did, nice yeah. as well. Um, uh, some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. action, which was nice. So, yeah, quite a bit of gaming going on in between DIY and, and working. Lovely. Lovely Man. jubbly. How about you? Well you. Uh, yeah, what about me? Well, so all that stuff that you just mentioned, um, I really enjoyed the single affiliation stuff. We hooked up with a few guys that we know from Roundabout on these shores uh, and had some games with them. So that was that was nice. And hello, gentlemen. Hello, everyone. Hello. If you're listening. And then with the kids, with the, the, the old family gaming, a bit, a bit of Beastie Bar, uh, a bit of Scattergrees with the wife. I don't know if you know that one. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a bit Hasbro, a bit Toys R Us yeah. gamey, but... Um, you get 12 categories and then it's sometimes called stop the bus. You get 12 categories and then uh, a random letter is generated and the person to get the most answers for each of the categories, st- starting with the letter, gets the most points and wins. You know? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that was all right. And a bit of cockroach poker, which is a popular one with my kids. 
And I got the Smash Up out and put it on the table with the intent of playing a game of Smash Up with the hashtag competitive wife, but we didn't bother. We ended up binging Bosch on Amazon Prime nice. and not getting around to it. It's yeah, good. you know when Sorry. when a show, every the end of each episode is like a bit cliffhangery and you feel like you then have to watch the next one. Yeah, and yeah, then, that's and then what it's happened. four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and then you're like, should we play Smash Up? And it's like, no, it's four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and the lad's the lad's been putting in a lot of time on his Minecraft, actually. Oh, nice. Building anything yeah, good? Been, uh, I don't know. I don't pay attention. Oh. I just sit next to him and let him crack on with it. Speaking of playing games with, with wives, uh, me and the daughter sat down with my wife for a game of uh, King of Tokyo. I tell you what, looked like she'd sacked a ton of melons. Melons? Lemons. Really? Didn't didn't like it at all? No. No, not, not a ball game fan. <laughs> I'd, I'd done something wrong. Oh, I see. No, no, she just don't I like ball, she don't like ball games. She's not. She, she won't listen to this because she don't like ball games. It doesn't really matter what I say. I'm not going to say anything too bad. <laughs> She's my wife. But no, stating a fact. Ultimately, ball games not a cup of tea. All right. Well, fair enough. I suppose. Face like a slap ass. Any, it was. There's there's non board game fans out there. I suppose. Yeah. Weirdos that they are. Yeah. All right, fair play. Well, I'll tell you what, what I did do uh, over the last two weeks is I messaged Arge. Arge? Yes, to find out what the hell it was him and Lucan said on their bonus global reverse escalation statements. Oh, exciting. Have you got the uh, Should we so, give the answers? Were they just speaking yes, in Gaelic? No, they were not. They oh. said actual things. So Lucan said, uh, Becky Lynch, unstaple me. It's to unstaple her from my, uh, my playmat. Indeed, yeah, uh, that was a direct a direct quote of Mister England there, because he said he'd stapled Becky Lynch to his playmat, and then the other quote from Lucan was true, Mister Six. The Lou saga continues. How's your Lou now? Is it all sorted? All sorted now. Yeah, thanks. Nice ceiling fix as well. Yeah. No, so the guy, all this happened, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and just as he was about to come round, so we've still got the hole in the ceiling. But the plumbing's all working, okay. so I can live with a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, we'll keep you updated, Arch. Uh, don't Arge, worry. Yeah, yeah, keep keep you on top of it, Arch. And then Arch said, uh, "Becky Lynch, Andy's not retired." And then he said, "Andy England pining for the hall," in reference to your addition to the Rolling Thunder Hall of Fame. What was that? Say it again. What, do you mean, what was that? Say it again. In in reference to your addition to the Rolling Thunder Hall of Fame. Woohoo! Well, on the short list. Well, they're keeping a close eye, mate. They're keeping a close eye because the the whole Hall of Fame, one of the entry criteria is to be retired or semi-retired. Best days by me. <laughs> Indeed they are, mate. Indeed they are. <laughs> right, should we tell the listeners what we've got coming up in this episode then? What have we got coming up in this episode? Well, we're going to bounce into a little community focus, a couple of event announcements to put out there. Ooh. Then once once we've done that, we have a very exciting segment. It's the fundraising raffle draw today. Oh, that's going to be good. Yes, absolutely. I've got my Tombola app locked and loaded, ready to go with all the tickets sold for our button on a blogathon. So uh, we'll be drawing the winners of that. We then have a classic Ministry of Dice pick of the week. Classic. Absolutely. And then uh, this episode, as if it wasn't filled with juicy, super-duper stuff already, we have our next contestant on the Ministry of Dice's The Bar. What a treat it will be for you. Particularly, absolutely, yeah. Uh, This individual, what a lovely gent. I've been a fan for a long time. He's, he's a legend. He's a legend among men, for sure. He has the best um, in this oh, as well. 
He does have the best dinners, absolutely. And if you speak to him, be sure to ask him what he's having for dinner tonight, him and his lad. (laughs) Everyone. Yeah, everyone. Well, if I'm going to get bombarded with bloody coronavirus emojis, then everyone can ask him what he's having for dinner. (laughs) Have have you been? Have you had many more? I've had a few. Handful, I would say. I haven't had a lot, lot, but a few. I had quite a few reminders to turn the car over. Oh, good. Good. Listeners, mobilise. Get on your Instagram. (laughs) Get on your your YouTube comments. Get on your Facebook Messenger. Bombard him. Make him so he can't do his work during the day because all he's getting is emojis of the coronavirus. Well, that that's operating on the assumption that I actually do do any work. <laughs> sure you do. Mm, I get a few bits done now and again. Not this week, though. Not this week, nope. Uh, okay, well, should we crack on with it then, my good man? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do the... Let's do is it. Is it Tombola? No, it's not. It's... it's no, uh, uh, community beep, focus beep, beep. first. This is yep. the news. That's the one. Cool. Let's do it. This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, welcome back, folks. Okay, then, it is community focus time, and we've got two key events that we want to talk about in today's community focus. Two? Which, which one should we... Two, yeah. Should we, should, I suppose chronological order would be the best bet, wouldn't it? It's a long word. Thank you. Why don't we yes, just go with is. whichever one comes first? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, let's do that. So, <laughs> that's what that's so we're uh, let's kick off with the online origins then, shall we? Or Earth Origins, Roll Some Thunder, as it's been titled. Oh, I, I see Argy's hand in that. Yeah, I feel like that's a bit egocentric. You wouldn't find you, know, <laughs> how, yeah. not, you wouldn't find other other content creators naming events after themselves. I don't know why he thinks he should be naming his event after him. Oh, ludicrous. Yeah, bit, bit ego, bit of ego there going on. Uh, but in any case, so Origins Game Fair has been knocked on the head due to the current worldwide circumstances. Uh, but uh, WizKids and Rolling Thunder are collaborating on doing an online Origins event for us all. Whoop, whoop. It's taking place on Saturday, June the 20th. Uh, it's starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I believe, but check it please, folks, because I'm, I'm rarely ever actually right with this, is... 5 p.m. British summertime. It's going to be a long night. And, I, and I've got no idea what time it is in the mountains or, you know, on the Pacific or whatever. You guys will have to all just just get your time app out and check that out. But uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm pretty sure it's 5 p.m. British summertime. Uh, it's a modern constructed event. No bands. So it's full on, you know, Becky Ooh. Palooza. Yeah. I'll get my staple gun back out. Yeah, get, yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, staple it to your map. Um, but, so it's, uh, yeah, modern constructed, or, or basically Becky on Becky action. Um, they are looking, it'll depend on how many, the round numbers will depend on how many participants, so they'll be following the usual kind of Swiss round structure. Uh, but what's particularly special about this one is that there's a, a WizKid sponsorship element. They've arranged prizing for the top eight, which is the Alt Art X-Men animated series cards. Wow. Which have previously only been available at the Memphis Worlds event and the Slovakian Euros event. So if a Brit wins it, do they become the US Nats champion? Is it like US Nats? Because Origins was always US Nats. Yeah, I don't know, uh, to be honest, mate. Uh, there's, There's certainly no reference in the Rolling Thunder post to whether there is a title attached to the event or not. But it, but it might as well be. Yeah. Might as well be the US Nationals, yeah. Sure, why not? 
That'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? Andy England, former UK national champion, current US national champion, went to Worlds. It's got a ring to if, it. If isn't you go it? on, if you go on to win it, if you play and do well, then that will be your Hall of Fame entry out the window. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. But in any case, uh, that's the online origins. Roll some thunder on the 20th of June, starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, uh, one other thing about the prize, and actually just while it occurs to me, uh, in order to encourage people not to drop through the event, there will also be a raffle for a full set of animated series promo cards for each person who finishes the rounds, even if they don't place top eight. Have a good raffle. Yeah, we do love a good raffle. We'll be doing ours in a moment. So that's the online origins. Speaking of online convention events. Yes. So as many, certainly UK players will be aware, the UK Games Expo was postponed. It was supposed to be taking place the first weekend of June, then got pushed back into August. They've now cancelled the August event, so there's not going to be a UK Games Expo convention taking place at the Birmingham NEC this year. However, just like Origins, they're going to hold a, a virtual expo. And as part of the virtual es- expo, we've been asked whether we'd pl- put a Dice Masters event on. Um, so it's the MOD PDM online in collaboration with the UK Games Expo. <laughs> That's got a good ring to it, isn't it? It has, yeah. I think I think uh, actually, you know, it gives it just that little bit of extra oomph, adding the MOD PDM element to it. Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's get that. So, uh, just like Origins, I suppose the UK Games Expo are holding a number of their events through uh, digital solutions. We, we as a community, uh, you know, there is a a thriving online gameplay community anyway with Dice Masters, so it's not a particularly a new thing for us. But ours is taking place on Saturday the 22nd of August. We're kicking off at 7pm British Summer Time, so it's going to be an evening event for us here in the UK uh, in the hope that that will mitigate a bit of time difference if any of our international friends want to take part. We're doing Standard Modern Constructed also at this event with no ban list, and we'll be using the Swiss-style pairings as well, and the number of rounds will depend on how many participants we have. We're doing sign-ups through challenge, basically following the same format, the same model that Ryan over at CRGR has got set up for us all to use. I've written in the advert Top Cuts, but there's some questions as to whether we're going to go on to Top Cuts. We don't do the Top start Cuts. Time. No, we don't. So let's not do top cuts. We'll just have just to uh, announce the winner based on the Swiss performance. Yeah, there you go. So two dates for your diary, folks. June the 20th and the 22nd of August for some big old online events, the UK Games Expo and Origins. And if you are not sure or you've always thought about dabbling in online gaming, but you never have. That is a perfect opportunity to come and roll some dice, win some cool prizes, certainly with the Thunder Down Under tournament that they're doing for Origins. Uh, so, uh, yeah, get involved. And if you're thinking and you're not sure how, check out our YouTube videos. and We will be able to talk you through that process so you'll be rolling like a pro. M- might you be referring to Mod Cribs? Indeed. Mod Cribs Part 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 however many we can eke out of other people's content (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely yeah so there we go folks that's the community focus couple of uh, events to pop in your diaries and we look forward to um, seeing some of you there 
Right then, okay, folks, it's the moment many of you have been waiting for. It's the button on a blogathon fundraising raffle draw. Whoop, whoop. Yes, absolutely. So a couple of weeks back, we launched our annual fundraiser. We do a raffle with loads of really exciting prizes to help us kind of get a bit of cash in the coffers to cover our annual subscriptions, which are all creeping up for renewal any day now. In fact, the first one's next week. I must remember to pay it. Yeah, do pay it. Um, yeah, so if, if we suddenly disappear, you'll know what's happened. You'll be like, everyone send me a message saying, Chris, you didn't pay the bill, sort the bill out. But uh, yeah, so we put that out there. We had some great prizes. We've got some Ministry of Dice accessory packs with all our kind of branded gaming support bling uh stuart did us some really tremendous uh modtastic sketch art cards we've got uh, the judge dread set and then some kind of humorous sort of mod style stuff we've got an autographed playmat autographed by eric lang himself in fact and we have some gold sidekicks Ooh. Ooh. yeah very exciting i'd like me um, some of them those- well, for sure, man. Yeah. So those gold sidekicks were a set that I, my second set that I was awarded at the uh, European Championship. Ooh, how come you won two sets? Because I got a set for, I can't remember. I think it was a set for coming in the top 16 and then a set for the top eight, I think, maybe. Oh, no. Or it might have been, it might have been top eight uh, in the main event. And then I think maybe I got a set because I was like second or third in the global escalation. Wow. So I was in top four of that. I can't remember. Anyway, I won two sets. I'm obviously I'm keeping a set for myself. Of course. Uh, and then I'm put I'm putting up the second set for this raffle. Uh, and then finally, the uh, largest contributor, the person who purchased the most tickets, they get a special Ministry of Dice prize yet to be determined. We'll discuss it with them. They get to make a special request, and these PVC outfits included. Get ready for the lap dance of your life. <laughs> yeah, he's cut his hair and everything for it. Um, so let, let, let's not dilly-dally around. Let's let's get the tickets drawn, shall we? So uh, a massive thank you to everyone who bought tickets. We had 118 tickets sold in the end. Wow. Yeah, which is pretty impressive across uh, loads of loads of donators. So thank you very much for your support. I've got my little Tombola wrap thingy ready to go. So I'm just going to hit draw, get the number, and then check it against this big list. Everyone's been allocated a ticket on a very sexy looking Excel spreadsheet thing that I've put together. And we'll award the prizes. So first one on the list is the Ministry of Dice accessory pack. So that's a Ministry of Dice dice, the tokens, the life dial, and what else goes in the accessory pack? Oh, and the basic action cards. So let's get the thingy run. Here we go. You ready? And we have number 49. Right, let's have a look. Number 49, number 49. Number 49 is Jocelyn. Jocelyn, of course, from Double Double and Dice. Yes, yeah, that's right. So uh, well done, Jocelyn. Get in touch. I'll need your postal address to get your Ministry of Dice accessory pack out to you. Yeah, uh, sit down, let's get not... your favourite beverage and uh, send us your address. <laughs> Absolutely right, yeah. So on to the second Ministry of Dice accessory pack. We've, we've got three in total in the set, but the, the third one's the one that comes with the wooden spoon. This is the one without the wooden spoon. So here we go. You ready? Do it. Oh, maximum. Hang on. No, I need to do second prize. Second prize. Come on. The app's being silly. Right, here we go. Right, okay. So 104. Let's have a look who's got 104. And 104 is Nicholas B. Congratulations, Nicholas B. Well done. 
Yeah, so uh, Nicholas B, if you're listening, get in touch. Go to the uh, Contact Us button on the blog at the bottom of the page or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice and send me an instant message with your postal address and I'll get that sent out to you. Very good. Right, on to the third prize now then. So this is the first set of the Modtastic sketch art cards from Stuart. This is the MOD for Life Deadpool and the Cosplay Melinda May. And go take a look at the picture, folks, and see if you can guess who she's cosplaying as. Which so one's with the wooden spin. spoon? When's the wooden spoon one? Is that uh, that's going. That's the sixth prize. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Sorry. Yeah. No worries. Right here we go. Number thirty-six. Right. Let's have a look. Number thirty-six is Peter VDV. Mr. Playmat himself. Mr. Playmat. What's he wearing? A playmat. Yeah. Designed by Peter VDV. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Stu is uh, uh, has bought some tickets, and I did. I did think to myself, three of the prizes he could be winning his own stuff back. Uh, but well done, Peter. I might even have Peter's postal address, but just in case, get in touch, Pete. Uh, oh no! In fact, I definitely got his postal address. But uh, so I'll get that into in the post for you, Pete. So what are we on to now? We're on to the Modtastic sketch art cards, the second set which is the Beast Boy and the Hulk out. So I'll hit and go. Okay, it's ticket number 95. Let's have a look, scroll down, and number 95 is... <laughs> no. Uh, it's... Uh, it's... it's Ingledoo! Oh, cool. I thought you were going to say it was Stu then. What a nice man. I wish I could speak to him more. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I'm chuckling. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Mike, yeah, get in touch. We'll sort sort that out in the post for you. Now on to prize number five. Now, this is the mod accessory pack with the coveted... Unbelievable wooden spoon. Ministry of Dice wooden spoon, yeah. So how many of these are out there in the world now? There's only five or six of these. I've got one for my sins. Yes, Mark, uh, Mark Sloan's got one. Yeah, there's under I'd, 10 uh, out there. Ryan's got yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan, yeah. Isaac, has Isaac got one? Or did he win the Mod Pod that time? Yeah. I don't remember. Mod. Anyway, yeah. these, are, these are highly coveted. These are highly coveted. So here we go. Let's give it a spin. 67. Come on down. Six and seven, 67. 67. Let's have a look at 67. 67 is Lonnie W. Another playmat extraordinaire. Well done, Lonnie. Uh, I, I also happen to have Lonnie's postal address. Why are you sending I swear these this people? Is... Signed autographs. Uh, <laughs> Not that well, they want one. Lonnie did some custom playmat designs for me a little while back, and um, I said I'd send him some cards out. He's he's after some cards from the earlier sets that he uh, went prior to when he was a player, and I said I'd send him some out. I haven't actually sent them yet, Lonnie. He knows that though. Okay, cool. I'll get around to it. So I suppose that's the impetus I need now to sit down and sort these cards out for him. Uh, right then, on to prize number six. This is the Sketch Art Judge Dread set. Oh, nice. Um, these are nice. Yeah, these are very nice. Here we go. <laughs> Ticket number 12. Let's have a look. One and two. Ticket 12. number 12 is Alex D. Mad as a box of frogs, that one. <laughs> well i'm surprised he's not turned up in the drawer already because incidentally while we're at it alex d is also 
the uh, prize winner for the special Ministry of Dice request. Has he made the largest donation or purchased the highest number of tickets, I suppose is the way I should put it. So, Alex, not only do you need to get in touch with me so I can get your postal address to send you the Judge Dread Alt Art sketch set out, but also you need to get in touch so that we can discuss what your special Ministry of Dice prize request might be. And I ain't giving you a lap dance, so it's a joke. Before you even ask. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next prize then. So this is the autographed playmat. So these oh. playmats were, this is the premier event playmats. They were given away, I think, through 2017. It was um, 2015, 2016 when the um, UK Nats were at the UK Games Expo and Eric Lang was there and then he, he brought us. I wasn't there in 2015, but 2016 he rocked up and spent quite a bit of time signing anything and everything that people chucked under his nose. And uh, it's a yes. playmat with uh, his, his little signature on. Yeah, so not only have you got the Eric Lang autograph, but it's also a pretty rare playmat in its own right because I think there was only a handful of events across those years that yeah. uh, they were given out at. So let's give it a spin. And that's number 59. Ticket number 59. Let's have a look 59. And this is 59 is Dana P. Oh. So, Dana, uh, please do get in touch. Uh, again, I'll reiterate, if you go to the Contact Us button on the blog or if you head on over to facebook.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice and send us a PM, get us your postal address. I'll get that sent out to you. And then the last prize on the list, the gold sidekicks. We dice. We dice. We dice. We dice. Yeah. Which uh, I I think actually may have been the prize that <laughs> that brought the brought the participants into play. So let's just press the button. Next draw. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? It's ticket number twenty-two. Number twenty-two. Two little ducks. Quack quack. Yeah, <laughs> very good, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Number 22 is Stu. Of Stuart? Yes, Stuart himself. <laughs> well done, Stu. Oh, I'm glad you didn't end up getting one of your own sketch art card flat. No, although, although I, did, I did. I did say to him when he sent them over to me, it does pain me sometimes when, you know, when he gives us stuff to use as prizes, giving them out, because the temptation to just keep them for myself is overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, I, I feel that. <clears throat> yeah, because, uh, the well, I like the modtastic stuff. The uh, true Mr. Exotic is hilarious. And I like the Hulk out as well where he's, where he's flipping the table. Uh, but there you go, Stu. Uh, ping me, a, drop me a line. The gold sidekicks are yours. Very well. I can't think of a nicer bloke to have won them either, actually. I, I, I could think of me. Well, that's that's just not going to be. This is right. Okay, stop going on about it. You were the one who gave away the trouble in Waterdeep set. That was for charity. Well, this is kind of like for charity. <laughs> yeah, we're a bit of a charity case, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there we are then. Just to reiterate Jocelyn, Nicholas B, Peter VDV, Mike I, Lonnie W, Alex D, Dana P, and Stu D. All of you get in touch. Let me know um, about getting stuff out to you in the post and whatnot. And uh, let me know your postal addresses. Our commiserations, but grateful thanks to those who did buy tickets who've not won a prize. You're still winners because you've helped secure another year of Ministry of Dice content, which is clearly obviously the reason that you all pitched in anyway so what more could you ask for absolutely yeah so our, our grateful thanks it's super helpful you're really going to help us uh, keep going for another year right there Indeed. we go well, cool. that's the draw done that's the draw done uh okay uh, so thanks folks and on to the next segment 
Yes, welcome back, folks. And for this next segment now, we're going to do a classic Ministry of Dice pick of the week. Theme tune, theme tune, theme tune, theme tune, theme tune, theme tune. <laughs> which, which one? We might not be able to use them. We'll end up getting a copyright claim. No, it'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you tell me which one you want, and I'll put it in now. Uh, I don't know. We've used, there's a few. Um, number two. Number two. All Whatever right. second on the list. Rightio. Come in now. Now. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Well, there we are. I don't know what that... that hopefully that's a special treat for the listeners because I'll be adding it, adding it in post. <laughs> <laughs> so, pick of the week. It's been a little while since we've done one of these. It has been I think. a good, good few episodes. Sure. So if you're new around these parts or you just simply don't remember, Pick of the Week is where Andy and I choose a card. We usually have a theme um, for a card type and then we, we talk about them. <laughs> it's as simple as that, really. And the theme for this Pick of the Week is going to be spoilers. Ooh. Yes, that's right, folks. So I have it on fairly good authority that Infinity Gauntlet may or may not be on track to actually get a release sometime soon. No way. Yes, way. I mean, obviously, in these interesting times, that's all taken with a pinch of salt. However, what we have seen is quite a few spoilers coming down the pipeline. Steve over at DM Armada's had a few. Uh, Jimmy over at WizKids did a, a, an unboxing of a, a display feed on the WizKids Facebook channel. We've had a few here that I've put out across our YouTube channel and posted on BritRoller6.com. So there's quite a few, certainly Infinity Gauntlet stuff about, but also a little sprinkling of Dark Phoenix Saga in there as well. So we're going to pick a card each out of those spoilers and talk about why we think it's a pick, why it's one to keep an eye on. Sounds good. Excellent. Okay, well, would you like to go first, sir, or shall I? I'll go first, if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead, my man. Cool. Well, my one, so I'm having a look at BritRoller6.com, where I go for all my Dice Masters information, and uh, looking at the the high-res images that we've got for the spoilers. That's high-res images, (laughs) not a crappy photo. But actual high-res images, it's, it's amazing. There's loads that stand out. There's loads of really good stuff, stuff that's been spoken about already on the different formats. Uh, Chris has done uh, over an hour's worth of content <laughs> on many of these. Uh, and uh, if you haven't seen that already, do check that out at uh, youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. Um, however, I picked one that harks back to an old favourite. It is Kang, Time Duplicates. It's a four-cost mask and a villain affiliation. His ability is not that exciting, uh, which is regenerate. However, the global has got me a little bit wet, which is global. <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay a mask. If a character die, would deal you seven or more damage, or combat damage even, very important that I say combat damage, it instead deals you only four combat damage, which harks back a little bit to Mira. And if I'm right, Mira yeah. was five damage to two? Ooh, Ooh. Uh, now, you, now you're asking. That's I a, I've, not, I've not even looked at that card for a while. Hang on, sidekick app at the ready. I'm sure it was, um, this will test me. It was indeed. Pay a mask. If a damage character would deal you five or more combat damage, instead it deals you two combat damage. Whereas well, uh, Kang has... Um, thank you. It's not often that I get things right. But, so <laughs> Kang is saying if they do seven or more, it goes down to four. 
Now, as the most recent One Big Weekend has taught us, there are very many things out there that can do us a significant amount more than seven damage in one hit if uh, if played right. Things, and, and that's not including Becky Lynch, uh, but with Jerry Lawler stamping his feet and and jumping around and uh, giving things double damage with. Uh, is it? No, it's not Booker T. Booker T. It is Booker T. Yeah, Booker T. Booker T. Booker T, ringside announcer. Making sure that he can he can get things blocked, so they're doing a big old over-crushing damage. Significant amount of damage coming through, seven or more, quite a lot. And to be able to negate that, I think that might be worth it. It could well be. It's not really something I usually bring in as a defensive kind of card, but pretty good on the flip side if you're trying yeah. if, if that's very much the meta and you're trying to get a double damage becky lynch down the throat of your opponent you probably don't want to bring this global with you but if you are going for a more ping pingy something else or you're trying something that takes a little bit longer to set up and you don't want to just end up on three life in turn five or whatever it is then this might be the way to to make sure you get there yeah you used beer quite a bit i remember back in the day did took her to Nats 2016, took her all the way to Worlds, but didn't end up playing her. No, sure. Although that US Nats that year, where Guy Gardner was flying around all over the place, I used to use Mira a lot with Guy Gardner. Um, sure. So you'd get a hit of say th- with a setup with I won't bore you with the old olden days, but uh, a Guy Gardner with a Mira and a morphine jar, so they could all swing in, and you've got kind of two or three. Guy Gardner's coming down at you with a boat ton of, of attack to be able to make that a two damage instead and then have it suddenly dilute the bag and then you're only dealing with maybe one, possibly two a turn. It was worthwhile. She was a staple in my a lot of teams for a long time and looks like a version of that is coming back to uh, to help us to stay alive a little bit longer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Actually, and uh, as you say, you'd rather take four damage than like, Whatever, full well, some stuff has the capacity to yeah. do a full twenty out the gate, doesn't it? Yeah, I remember using it against Seth when I first played him for the first time when he did a double damage in patch Hulk down my throat, and uh, mm, there's, a, to, there's to a blast from the past. Mirror that down to two, and he was most unhappy about it. He beat the, beat me anyway. <laughs> so I don't know why, but um, yeah, save save me for an extra two turns, I think, and then I was dead anyway. Yeah, but, yeah quality. Yeah, sure. It's, it's still a little vulnerable. It's a bit vulnerable to the Istrid Horns and Eddie Guerreros of the world, isn't it? It is. It is. There are definitely a lot more ways around clearing your field with your defensive energy. But, you know, it's 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 a solid, solid global. I mean, Infinity Gauntlet in its own right, it's not my pick of the week. But if you look at, like, Pip, Pip the Troll bringing back the global control or the Angela that cancels when fielded. She's basically a reprint of Madam Mask. There's a lot of control stuff coming in, but you need l- layers of control to handle what, what's being done in the meta right now. Mm. So if I want to protect myself from a Becky Lynch, I need my when fielded Angela to stop Istrid Horn and to stop uh, Becky's own game text. I then need a global or a blocker that can handle just the sheer weight of her uh, and the overcrush of her of it all with you know your poison ivy your dropper your mastermind whatever so then you, you're putting a blocker on your team then you need something that's going to get around eddie guerrero if that's your if that's your problem or intimidate 
because they might intimidate it out, which is not stopped by the wind. You know what I mean? So all these layers of control, and before you know it, you've got no room for a wind condition. Um <laughs> And that, that's really damaging for a diverse meta. That's a really damaging situation for a diverse meta, unless something comes along that makes control as aggro-y as everything else. You know. We've got to get that balance right, because Bard did that, and then Bard ruined the, the game for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So uh, a, a momentary patented Chris tangent there, but it's definitely been on my mind lately because I've been team building and thinking, right, well, by the time I put in something to deal with a, a nuclear KO effect like the Hopal combo, th- then I've got some stuff to deal with Becky Lynch's and Thanos's and Deadpool's that are using the those that double global combo. I've, I've got no room left for anything else. Interesting times. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, great pick. <laughs> great right. pick. How about you? Uh, so I, I've gone for. I've I've talked about this one a lot. I talked about it a lot on the video, and I've mentioned it in the past. Um, she Hulk Greeny. There's just something about this one. I can't get it out of my mind. Uh, six cost shield, Avengers affiliation, and her game text reads: While She Hulk is active at the start of your turn, before clear and draw step, you may field a non-psychic character die from your use pile at level one. And then the stats are one four six, two six seven, and three eight eight. So fielding something at level one before you even like reset your bag or anything, I think is well. I think it says before the clear and draw step, so you wouldn't refill your bag before you do it, would you? No, that's right at the start. Yeah. So you buy your when fielded dice the turn before, and it's sat there waiting, and you get to field it before you even reset your bag. I just feel like there's something there. I don't know. I keep trying to put my finger on it, but I just feel like there's something there that's... I mean, just think of all the Wenfielded effects. <laughs> just all the crazy <laughs> Wenfielded effects that that you could just... See right at the start. Just fire off right at the start, yeah. So, like I've just mentioned District Horn, who can lock out a global. You could lock out a global before even you've... Before the turn's even got into any swing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm thinking of the more like the 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 when active stuff that you wish you had at the beginning of your turn. I'm sure there's better ones, but I'm thinking of the ones where it says at the end of your clear and draw step, you can you know put the dice you've rolled to the use pile and then roll some more things like the old rip, not rip thunderstone, but rip hunter, where you could churn your bag. Those kind of things that uh, Jane. Thor's girlfriend, where you can draw an extra dice and either flip it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. You could do some fun stuff with that new macho man, Randy Savage, who lets you draw an extra die during your clearing doorstep. Yeah, so stuff like that. Just getting that that whole kind of movement and you're churning your dice, you're getting your 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 extra dice, you're getting your your you know your, your ramp and churn, but you're buying it, and then you're not waiting for it to spin through your bag, or hoping that it rolls um literally if you've got um you know get, got your she hulk out you can buy a dice guarantee it level one in your your field before you do anything else in your next turn it's quite good it's six cost though that's the only thing that i can't get my yeah head. yeah that is its downfall there's no doubt about it because you'll need the ramp in place to get up to her before you start doing your shenanigans i don't know it's probably not really ever going to be anything particularly competitive but i just think the it's like the collector in a way 
where like the collector just opened up all these interesting kind of ways of playing that that differed you know so it opened up the opportunity to do stuff in your opponent's turn for example yeah and i know we all got pr- pretty locked in on the collector knobby combo but there was lots of fun stuff that people were doing messing around with the collector and um collecting in weird and wonderful cars to see whether it had legs or not and i just feel like that she hulks like that like it's just it's a timing window that's not used a great deal in the game I think there's been a very limited number of cards that did stuff at that point. I feel like there was a Lockjaw in Deadpool that mm. did something at that point there. I think Static, didn't he do some damage? Oh, that was when they rolled, wasn't it? Yeah. Field of Shriek at the beginning of the turn. Blank the Scarlet Witch and not have to worry about your actions. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I love that idea. Pop that on your boom boom team, you know. But all those kind of things, like when fielded stat bumpers or things that KO all level one characters, just boom out the blue, you know. I don't know. There's just so much stuff that grabbing a dice and fielding it right at the outset of your turn before you've even reset your bag and drawn your dice out. It's just got to have surely some super janky combo potential. Yeah. Black Widow, Widow's Bite, just give everything in the field plus one right out the gate. Although you'd probably want to field what you draw as well there. Yeah, so it's yeah, I can see that because it's like the collector. It's, it's it's adding a different turn. So will it be more? Will it be like the collector, or will it be more like that Captain Marvel, the seven cost that gave you two attack steps, which looked amazing, but because it was a seven cost, it didn't actually ever get used. Never, yeah, never really took off that one, did it? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a great point, and time will tell. I suspect probably the latter. I think you're right. It'll probably be just one of those that will be fun to play around with and use at some casual local gaming events and, and whatnot, and maybe not quite become a, a meta-competitive thing. But I just feel like I'm going to really enjoy playing around with it and experimenting with it. Yeah, I mean, six is a lot easier to get to than a seven. I mean, it's a Sasha Banks and a Atlas the turn before, isn't it? Turn before Atlas, that's your five dice, and then Sasha Banks either fielded or on a double energy, and there's your six. So it's not too bad a stretch, but it, it depends. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting. Yeah, be cool. Good choice. Yeah, absolutely. So it just caught my eye. I think it's gonna. It's really interesting. It's a really interesting timing window. I think the game effect's really interesting, and yeah, um, I'm going to really enjoy tinkering around. And I'd love if anyone's out there got any like interesting uh, suggestions. There, there are a couple of things that I've been thinking about that I haven't yeah. really fully. It's just niggling away at me, you know. Yeah, yeah definitely. If you've got some uh, ideas on what to uh, field in before, well, to, to field before the clear and draw step, either for its when active or for its fielding ability that's going to rock this world, then uh, let us know. Yeah, we'd we'd, lo- we'd love to know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there you go. There's my pick of the week, my man. Very cool. And, and yeah, where can absolutely. people find these spoilers if they've not seen them already? Just go to BritRoller6.com and look for the post that's called The Spoiler Picks Gallery, Infinity Gauntlet and Dark Phoenix Saga. And in there you'll find the video miniseries that I did. There's four episodes of that in total um, where I've broken it down into win cons that have caught my eye, control cards that have caught my eye, ramp cards that have caught my eye, and little combos and janky things that have caught my eye. And then I've also put a picture gallery of all the spoilers that were included in the videos. 
So you can go and take a look at those there and give the videos a watch. Uh, incidentally, while I'm on that note, I've mentioned it in the videos and on the blog post, but I'll mention it here while I'm at it. I used to do my spoiler reviews as written articles on Brit Roller 6 and have done for many years now, but I've, I've clearly I've obviously tried my hand at doing it in a, in a little bit of a different format with a bit of a different approach. I've had a little bit of feedback, but I'm just curious and interested to know how the readers, stroke watchers, stroke listeners. <laughs> would prefer it if the videos the, the little kind of thematic spoiler reviews are working better than the written versions or whether you prefer the written versions or some balance of the two whatever so um if you've got a few moments please do get in touch and just let me know when it comes to spoilers that, that we get our hands on what the preferred way is cool there we go yeah Excellent. Okay, well, um, we'll wrap that one up there then. Um, if there's any spoilers that caught your eye as well, please do uh, pop us a comment or fire us a note, let us know. And if there's anything that's that you're looking forward to playing around with and you want to give a try, or if there's something from one of the other spoiler sources that you want to draw our attention to, get in touch. But with all that said, we'll move on to the next segment, shall we? It's a good one, the next segment. It's a very good one. Yes, welcome back, everybody. And have we got a super duper mega special treat for you today it's the next guest on the podcast and our next contestant in the ministry of dice is the bar please welcome the latest member of cr game room michael ingledo <laughs> thank you guys so much wow i really appreciate being here well it's it's absolutely our pleasure thank you so very much for coming along and spending some time with us today mike uh, even even though you're the latest member of cr game room obviously you're actually a you know, a, a fully paid up member of the ministry and shall always be a fully paid up member of the ministry. <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. You've got the uh, the top fan tag on our Facebook page and everything. I do. Oh, wow. I do. I did notice that the other day. And I was just like, well, hey, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've yeah, been with yeah. you guys for the longest time, ever since you guys got your name on the old reserve pool back in the day. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a blast from the back. past. Yeah. I am a retro guy, so I like to pull things up from the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, that was uh, Michaela and Isaac episode that, uh, that mm-hmm. happened, maybe on our second or third. How things have changed. That's nearly three years now, my man. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Three guys. years. Yeah. Crazy times. Yeah, Mike, we've invited you on because of your uh, Dice Master's celebrity status. Um, <laughs> later, likes for Mike over on CR Game Room, the latest <laughs> member of the team over there. Uh, that stuff makes me blush every time. I'm just like, oh, no, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it works. It works. I like it. It works. I, I don't know if you saw my effort when I guested on the episode. I got I got you some likes, my man. Ah, definitely, definitely. I appreciate every single one of them, man. It, it makes my day every time. <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? It's lovely. Um, so likes for Mike, folks. Everyone head over to uh, the latest <laughs> CR Game Room Twitch stream and give him a, give him a follow and a thumbs up. I definitely appreciate every single one of those as well. Yeah, usually I'm trying to stay on a schedule of Monday nights, trying to um, stream usually about... Uh I try to shoot for about 8.30 uh, Central Time, which is 9.30 my time. But, sure. Uh, it usually kind of varies with uh, with everything going on right now. So I, I try to keep my best. But if you can't catch me, then you could always just check out the Twitch page. And um, you usually have my recordings up there, some highlights. Oh, and for people yeah. who don't know, what is the Twitch page name? Because they, they um, go, you this, have to be exact, don't you? No, well, I actually can just go right into the search and just look up CR Game Room. And usually yeah. we're the ones that come right up. Game room. I'm doing it now. No, oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm. I'm already a follower. You know, um, Friday was kind of a surprise stream for us because I had found out that uh, Pac-Man it was his 40th birthday. 
Uh, so I nice saw, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we went. Well, I went and set up a, a special overlay for the old man, and we went ahead and played him through the ages. We started off with the original Pac Man, and then the end of Miss Pac Man, and Pac Man Plus, and Super Pac Man, and then I ended it up with Pac Man Championship Edition from steam that's some dedication to pac-man gameplay if ever i've heard it that's an important point though is that yeah, even though we're, we're a dice masters podcast and we know you through uh, the game dice masters a, a lot of your contribution to the cr game room particularly on the twitch channel is just cool interesting curiosities like retro gaming and arcade gaming stuff isn't it in fact did i see you you were smashing out a few hours of fallout vegas oh, yeah the other night mm-hmm. actually it's kind of dedicated to you so i i brought up an old save from a, an old new vegas save and i had just got done with the dlc dead money which is a, a bank heist so i came out very rich um but as <laughs> i went through it i'd never gone through the dlc old world blues which is just like this old science like science science fiction part of what happened in that part of the world at that time and uh, one of them is you have to find personalities for the things that live in your like little home base because everything has a personality. Like the the light switch has a personality, the the auto dock has a personality, and right sure. down to the the toaster has a personality. So you have to find the little personality, and it's the toaster of doom. It's a toaster just hell bent on uh, destroying the world. <laughs> <laughs> a talky toaster, tremendous. It's a throwback to uh, Red Dwarf. Absolutely, yeah. I'll go track that down, my man. I'll track that down. But you do, you do pretty long stints. I think one of them was four or five hours long, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Big old sesh. <laughs> well, at the time, it's just like I've just gotten off of work. I, I didn't want to stand up to play arcade games, so I was like, "What do I want to do mm-hmm. so I can actually sit down and relax?" And I was like, "Well, I, I was doing seventy six, but my wife's usually watching TV at the time, so I was like, well, for my computer, I can do New Vegas and Old World Blues.' So I think I'm just going to go ahead and play that through." So if there's any Dice Masters fans out there who also, like us, have uh, console gaming or you love arcade gaming, anything like that, you should definitely check out what Mike's got going on. Uh, but for, swinging it back around to the Dice Masters stuff, you're doing mm. pretty well in the old two-team takedown right now, aren't you, Mike? Oh, no. A little birdie a, told me. Uh, no, not at all. I, I, I think I finally just got my first win, uh, my last match uh, against Ryan, which was a lot of fun. It's definitely a uh, raw travel on Discord. And um, a great guy to play against. It was great games, but uh, I was able just to squeak it by right then. But I think now I'm uh, one in three. Oh, okay. In which case, then uh, I'll have a a quiet word with my little birdie then because they've wildly misinformed me in preparation for this interview today. (laughs) But I've been having a good time, so I I think I'm doing pretty good in that regards. Well, that's the most important thing, isn't it, at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the beauties of the two-team takedown is the chance to... Uh, you know, just hook up with people all over the world, get some gaming in, exactly. have a, been, make an evening of it. Yeah. yeah, it had been a while since I had rolled some dice, and I was really itching to. So, yeah, I was. Just, I got my teams in right at the last minute. <laughs> what's What's popular with you at the minute, there, Mike and Dice Masters? What's your kind of favorite team? Uh, right now, um, I'm having a lot of fun with uh, the Bizarro Global and like Mankind and like uh, stat flipping when I go to attack with big swings. Um, I had to say, I'm not. I mean, Becky is a thing and stuff like that, but I was having more fun mm-hmm. with like John Cena and uh, I believe the gazer that Im- uh, intimidates. And yes. Being able to clear the board that way with intimidators and make sure you can't intimidate me back and then swing in and then stat flip. You know, I've got my preppers up there and then go ahead and swing with those mankinds, especially if I have more than one in the field. And then use a sure. global to swing in. Yeah, he's got a massive arse on him, that mankind, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, pretty and good. I, yeah, I that sounds like fun. Break it. 
and if everybody wants to take my throne brick, that's fine. I'll go ahead and buy my mankind and go ahead and prep with you. Yeah, so uh, maybe you can tell me, actually, uh, moment, momentary tangent. I've been, I've been curious about that mankind, but I've always been slightly twitchy about it because mm-hmm. it hands a little bit of control of my bag over to my opponent in a way. Right. Have you found that to be a problem? I definitely find it interesting, to say the least, because it's like when they prep, I get to prep. But um, mm. especially when like the thrown brick, because you prep the die and then you prep the out of your bag. So does mankind yeah. prep twice or once? And I know that was a big debacle. And I think they squared that up. Uh, with the uh, I, th- I think so too, but we're, we're we're not the podcast you go to for rules clarifications. Uh, no, I was suddenly uh, uh, kind of confused about that one too, but I just kind of rolled with whatever everybody or the house rules said, so I just went with that. Yeah, I- inevitably though, Mike, because we've now discussed that here, I'll get fifteen to twenty or so messages from various rules lawyers across the world <laughs> <laughs> pointing it out to us. That tends to be that does tend to be the case. Well, leave it to me to start some stuff. <laughs> It's all right, mate. It's all right. But I'll forward them to you if you want. Right. Oh, Chris loves it. Chris loves it. I'm if you've ever like, thought I'm... about sending it in, you know, Chris loves it. Send him, send him some more stuff. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, that, so that, um, the other Thursday, six people back to back. I don't know why. Six people back to back all just messaged me saying, don't forget to turn your car over. I was like, <laughs> what? Are you all? And I was just like, what? The episode came out like, Four days ago, <laughs> they all just randomly listened on the same Thursday. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you. And uh, Jocelyn, just another momentary tangent. She, she sent me a thing about a pineapple <laughs> called Ananas. <laughs> Mike's not listened to the last episode yet, so we won't know what we're talking about. But uh, a pineapple that used to teach him how to speak French. I was like, okay, well, that's confusing. A pineapple called pineapple. It's quite scary as well. <laughs> it did look scary. She sent a picture, Mike. You should see this pineapple that teaches Canadian kids French. It's frightening. Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Pineapple in French Mankind. Anus. Mankind, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're going to put that up there, seriously, though. <laughs> Spiky. I don't know where to go with that, Andrew. <laughs> I don't know where to take that one. Uh, but mankind, okay, yeah. So rules lawyers assemble. Let let us and might know how that one got bottomed out. But uh, yeah, that's, like that's super that interesting. It sounds like a, f- a fun team to have a have a go with for sure. So uh, see our game room. Got your Twitch stream. You sometimes go on the live stream on Wednesday nights as well, don't you, Mike? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, with like I said, with the strange schedule I've had lately, I've not had an opportunity to. But um, I'm hoping this week on this episode, I'm going to be able to make it on. I'm um, doing everything in my power to make sure I can I can make it on this Wednesday because it had been a long time and I, I do have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, and we also caught your dulcet tones on the old uh, one big weekend live stream, didn't we? Uh, yeah, yes, you did. Uh, I was lucky enough to be um, able to, to to come on and uh, commentate it with a few of the matches and i actually run the scoreboard in the background so oh, very nice very so if nice. you see any uh, what, mistakes with the the life total that's that's, that's totally me that might know. <laughs> <laughs> right good to know yeah good to know absolutely and yep. um, <laughs> uh, on, on through through your time commentating was there anything uh one big weekend that stood out to you in particular oh i, I really enjoyed the the first match and seeing a deadpool team come out of nowhere and just seeing that Deadpool, like uh, I know when it first came out, people were pretty excited. And then after the, the meta started to settle, it kind of went off to the wayside. So, so seeing that, uh, that Deadpool out there was, was a pretty awesome. Yeah, that was the surprise hit of the of the day. We had a couple of them over this side of the water as well. Uh, and in fact, uh, Peter van der Velde took his to the final. Oh, wow. 
and, and uh, so and I know there's a few over in the in North America too. So yeah, the little surprise hit the the kind of Becky Lynch beat stick backfill. I think <laughs> yeah, it was just awesome <laughs> to see, and it was so the poor great- man's Becky. Yeah, <laughs> or even uh, Reg's um, Logan Grimnar. Uh, he had uh, switched over and made into his own custom uh, Andre the Giant. It was a cool time. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was talking with him about that today, in fact, and he asked me to mention on the next episode Andre the Giant. So there you go, you've done it for yeah. me, Mike. Check Mike, here we go. That is tre- <laughs> there you go, Reg, we didn't even, that wasn't even planned. Wasn't even planned, that just nope. happened organic for you there, my good man. Yeah, but yeah, Reg with his Logan his Logan team, that was really interesting too. Uh, and congrats to Reg. I messaged him saying we didn't really mention him on our OBW coverage in last episode because we were quite focused on the European side. But Reg getting to the finals with his little outsider team there was really interesting, wasn't it? Uh, no, great. Great, great, uh, great gameplay by him all the way around and stuff like that. Creativity of the team and just, just hammering it through that whole day. I know it was a grueling day for him, but it, it was awesome to see and, and catch a couple of his uh, matches as I could. And then uh, Bodie yeah. out there doing a bunch of work as field correspondent for everyone it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Bodie's everywhere right now. In fact, he you, when you doing uh, you were streaming with him doing some of the old pigskin. Um, I, yeah, um, I a was couple of nights enough, ago uh, before the one big weekend, I had wanted to start like doing some theme nights and stuff like that because I had done like the 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 May the Fourth doing old Star Wars games and then with the Pac Man thing that was like a little bit afterward. But I was like, I mean, Bodie's like got his wrestling podcast and and does that kind of thing and had commentated in football I think when he was younger. And I was like, well, let's have him on for another episode, do another full game of Pigskin, and uh, get him in and do some classic wrestling arcade games. So it was awesome to have him on. Yeah, he's a legend. Pigskin. Uh, Pigskin's an old arcade game that's uh, two groups of like Viking teams with weapons and various things on the field. And it's kind of like a a rugby meets football meets soccer. It's just get the pigskin on each side of the the end zone. And if you go, if either team is down by points, they'll throw in a troll. (laughs) And you'll get a troll that comes out and plays on either team. Yeah, I've got uh, two matches on there that are two full games that are like uh, four quarter matches all the way at the end. So. Yeah, give those a check out to see if I can beat the computer or not. I will do. It's a, is it, it's a bit blood bowly. Uh, it does sound blood bowly. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, uh, I think it's somebody had mentioned. Like I think Ryan had mentioned that in my first uh, pigskin game that I had put up. Yeah, yeah. Although it's uh, blood bowl is the like the Warhammer, the classic Warhammer, whereas this is kind of historical. Oh, okay. Like Vikingy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we love Bodie. Shout out to Bodie. <laughs> All right. Well, it's lovely chatting to you and everything, Mike. Oh, thank you. you. You know, I could sit here and chat with you forever. Oh, definitely. But there's actually some business at hand that we need to take care of. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because not only have you come along to have a conversation with me today, but you have come to face the Ministry of Dice's The Bar. Oh, and I am super excited for this. Ever since you started doing this, I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to be on it. Like, I think I can do the questions, <laughs> but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to tank this so hard. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's all it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Uh, as long as you beat your man Chris's score. <laughs> fair, I've got my fingers hard. crossed. What, uh, Chris- what was his score? <laughs> I, I, don't, I know it's been a while since he's been on, but I forget what his score was. Uh, three, three, I think. Oh. Yeah, three. Uh, we keep meaning to update the leaderboard on the website and then not getting around to it. 
But yeah, three. So as long as you beat Chris's, he'll thank us for bringing it up once again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for him to listen before he says something to me like, hey, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, absolutely. But at this point now, Mike, I'm going to hand you over to our quiz master, Mr. England over there, right. who's going to get you into the bar. Being tuned. Ooh. Uh, what now? No, 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 no. Now. No, it doesn't feel right. Hang on a minute. I'll put it in now. You won that one. Goodbye. Right. (laughs) So it is Ministry of Dice is the bar. And we have... Your specialist subject, which is the original Justice League set. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, to play the bar, Mike knows, but just in case it's the first time you've tuned in, it is a two minutes of quick fire questions. Chris will give us a rundown on times. So he'll give us a minute, 30 second, and 10 second warning. If you know the answer, give me the answer. And I'll say correct. If you get it wrong, I'll give you the right answer. And as always, if you want to play tactical, you can pass and I'll go straight on to the next question. Are you ready? Yes, sir. I am ready. Chris, okay, have you got excellent. a bit of paper? I've pen? got the timer. Yeah, I've got the, uh, well, a pencil, in fact. Well, what kind of pencil? A pencil. Uh, just a, a standard, uh, you know, Number two. what do you call it? A ty- Ticonderoga, yeah. Is that is that the right word? Ticonderoga? Yeah. Uh, HB. <laughs> yeah, just a standard lead pencil. Number two, mm. indeed. Uh, and I'm using the standard. iPhone. When you hit, when you hear Batman turn her over, I've go off. That's your two minutes. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Andy, you ready? I'm always ready. Okay, Mike, on your marks, get set, go. Aquaman Arthur Curry gives a discount to buying other Justice League characters. What is his purchase cost? Uh, two. Oh, it's three. What is the keyword ability on Black Manta Deep Sea Deviant? Um, retaliation. Correct. Cheetah, cursed archaeologist, is another great card from the set. What is her when attacks ability? Uh, when she attacks, she does one damage to target opponent. Correct. All three versions of Constantine have great abilities. What is the subtitle of his uncommon card? Con artist. Correct. When active, Harley Quinn, Dr. Harley Quinzel, synergizes nicely with the Joker. What is the discount she gives to his purchase cost? A two. Correct. What is the color of Martian Manhunter's dice? Blue. Correct. Two versions of Sinestra have a very popular global. Pay Fist to do what? Um, For someone to block. Oh, no, it's plus one attack. Rare Solomon Grundy, buried on a Sunday, was a powerful card. What happens when he's KO'd? not by an attacker or blocker. Uh, you get to prep him? Oh, no, you KO an opposing character. Uh, what energy type is Superman? Uh, he's a shield. Correct. The Flash has some very forgettable cards in the set, but one is a super rare. What is the subtitle of the super rare Flash? Uh, speed Force. Oh, close. It's connected to the Speed Force. Uh, one of the best cards in the game, Common Fixin', is in the Justice League 30 set. 30 seconds. What are the attack stats on her level 3? 3-3. Uh, three, three. Correct. What is the purchase cost of all versions of Wonder Woman? Uh, four. Correct. What color is the Tanner dice? Uh, purple. What is the subtitle of the only two cost basic action in the set? Ooh, Ten seconds. Wrong car. 
Nope, it's casualties. Brainiac has two affiliations on all versions of his card. Villain is one. What is the other? Three, two, one. You, time. You got time if you want to. Oh, Legion of Doom? Correct. <laughs> nice. Oh. Nice. Okay, that wasn't too bad. You got three. That wasn't too bad at all. I was, I was clenching a little bit. I was running out of questions. <laughs> did you um did you give answers to all the ones that were incorrect as we were going along? I don't remember a pass. There wasn't any passes, yeah. Uh, there was one there was one question, there's a tanner dice, you didn't confirm whether that was correct or not. Oh, I I was just trying to get Mike some extra points. Uh yeah, it is correct. Purple is <laughs> yeah. correct. Yeah. Purple is correct. Okay, fair enough. Okay, were well, you ready for your score then, Mr. Ingledo? Oh yes, sir. Here we go then. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes. Double digit. Double nice. Yes. yes. <laughs> a tremendous performance. And obviously a set that you remember very fondly. <laughs> I was really nervous at one point. I was just like, hey, I know I'll choose and maybe go back and look at it. And yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> 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 well, we are definitely aware of some people who've swatted up on it as uh, in the past. Yeah. Not, not that it's helped him out a great deal. <laughs> so it's ten. Fantastic. I don't. I, I'm not. I've not been keeping track of this season. Has anyone else hit ten yet? I can't remember. No, I can't remember who we had on Ross. Um, I yeah, think you may be Justin and um, Kim. I think yeah, they both I don't got think, nine. I, nine. I think that might put you at the top of the leaderboard, Mike. Ooh, well, that's super exciting now. Check. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll we have been really, crossed, but yeah, really lax. <laughs> we have been really slack with the leaderboard. Yeah, we need to get it done. But certainly, the for the 2020 run, that will put you top of the leaderboard for the 2020 run. I'm pretty high up in the standings overall. Yes, yeah, nice. nice, definitely. Oh, thank yeah, you. It was a lot of good. fun. It's always a lot of fun no. to play along and stuff like that. But definitely a lot of fun to actually be here. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we love it, you know. So, uh, Mike, we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up there. We're coming close to our kingpin time, but just before we leave, do you want to do one last kind of round robin plug for um, your CR game room stuff? Oh, definitely, definitely appreciate it. Uh, please check us out on our website at uh, crgr.rocks. Um, check us out on YouTube at CR Game Room, and then check us out on Twitch. Just go up in the search bar and go CR Game Room, and then uh, come check us out. Uh, check out my past uh, streams, our past streams, I should say, and uh, give us a follow. Um, if you can, uh, subscribe and subscribe to the YouTube. And thank you guys so much for everything. I definitely appreciate being here. Yeah, no worries, man. It was an absolute much. pleasure to have you on. Yeah. Okay, then, folks. Well, there we go. We'll, we'll wrap that one up there with Mike and we'll move on to the next segment. Well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. Is there, is there any stuff that we need to throw out there to wrap up? Oh, oh, oh. I forgot to mention that the. Lockdown basic action cards, which we spoke about on last week's episode, very excitingly, will be available as a print and play set via our own BritRoller6.com blog. Yes, well remembered, my man. Well remembered. Yeah. So, uh, Andy, uh, uh, the latest expansion on the historical Dice Masters franchise, brought to you by the Ministry of Dice. Yeah. Um, it might as well be the lockdown edition because these are historical times they are that Uh, yeah absolutely so go check those out on britroller6.com I suppose while while we're talking about our our other 
places. If you're not already a subscriber, then you should be. Go over to youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have belting content that we put out on there in addition to the podcast. Gameplay videos to me and Andy. Um, I put all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff up, whatever kind of is on my mind at any given time. We've also got some reviews and some interesting stuff about some of the games we talk about, you know, in the intro where we do our whole little what have you been up to, what have you been playing. So please do head on over. We've hit 150 subscribers now. 150, well on our way. Hashtag beat. Yeah. beat, beat catch beat, the cookers. Beat, catch the cookers. Yeah, catch the cookers. That's the one. Anyway, so yeah, catch the cookers. We're on his <laughs> tail. We have only <laughs> 850 <laughs> to go. Well, more than that, he's up to about 1,500 now. Oh, for flip's sake. Anyway, so yeah. let, let's try this a different way. If you are a subscriber to DM Armada, <laughs> if you would be so kind as to unsubscribe, and then we'll catch him up that way, because apparently we're not working going up, so let's get him coming down. We'll meet him in the middle. Or, or you know, if we can just get a, get maybe up to 200, so we're just a bit more than only 10% of his subscriber count, that'd be great. <laughs> What's he got that we haven't, eh? Um, I don't know, yeah. high production values. Professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good looks those all those all american good looks yeah <laughs> other than that other than other than that uh, we've got the gameplay vids if you're interested in an hour and 15 minutes of me and andy doing one damage to each other a turn <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear yeah uh okay on that note i think i'm gonna wrap us up there i've been chris aka true mr six and i've been andy aka my birthday is July 14th. My daddy's coming home <laughs> July 14th. I'm going to see my daddy for the first time on my birthday on July 14th. <laughs> see you later, folks. Bye. <laughs>